I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. I'm joined today by Carol Hall, Global Head of Financial Services and Insurance for Atos, and her colleague Olaf Badstubner, Risk and Compliance Partner. We are talking about the role of emerging technologies in tackling fraud and financial crime in Europe. Carol, if I can begin with you, how serious is this issue? It's absolutely a very serious issue. If you look at the numbers, the estimation is that between 2 to 5% of the global GDP is estimated to be laundered annually. And in fact, it's so much of a challenge that the EU Commissioner for Financial Services herself, May Reed McGinnis, has acknowledged that money laundering poses a clear and present threat to citizens, um, you know, to democratic institutions and and financial institutions alike, um, making this a key priority to solve globally. Well, I understand that Atos is leading the Federated Detection of Fraud and Financial Crime Project under Gaia-X. What is this? What are you actually doing? Absolutely. Yeah, no, thank you for asking. This is a complex problem to solve. There are many different elements to this. On the one hand, we need to prevent financial fraud from happening as much as possible, but there's some challenges with the emerging technology landscape that make this an incredibly complex technological problem to solve. And it's important because while continuing to provide convenient and accessible services to customers, the financial institutions need to ensure that they're protecting themselves and there are ever-evolving security challenges. So Atos, because of the importance of this problem, we are leading a project to improve the detection of fraud and financial crime. And this is part of the um, Gaia-X-related project led by Atos, and we were one of the founding members. So so what we've done is we've pulled together a, a technical team of experts, and we're also working with financial institutions and regulators within the industry to apply a few different kinds of technologies to solve for this problem. One of those is AI and machine learning, as well as data analytics platforms to help strengthen the efforts to detect and combat such threats. Part of the challenge is that, you know, financial institutions, you know, previously had individually tried to prevent fraud and detect fraud, but there wasn't really an ecosystem view. Added to that challenge is the the data sovereignty and data privacy rules, because you have to keep the data in place within country. And so we've used encryption for data privacy and network analytics to try to identify where the fraud is actually happening. One of the key inefficiencies, I would say, of the system today, and I'd ask for Olaf to speak a little bit about this, is the problem of false positives. There are many false positives in the in the system, and what happens is it creates huge challenges in resource intensive and costly investigative efforts that don't necessarily you know solve the problem and stop the crime from from happening. So, Olaf, would you would you mind speaking a little bit more about the the problem of false positives? 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Carol. The false positive. So if you imagine the process in a bank, so they usually have automated transaction monitoring system in place. So where all the, the static rules are in, for example, a money transfer above a 10,000 US dollar or euro will be already flagged as a suspicious um, activity. And that needs then to be investigated in a 4I principle in the bank. So even saying that 4I principle means double effort to look in each suspicious transaction detected by the automated transaction monitoring system. So, and after this manual investigation process, it comes to a 95 to 98%. Uh, false positives. So that they are, after the human investigation process, classified as good transactions. So, and here's the inefficiency. So banks, the Banking Association in the Netherlands, for example, have done a, a survey and they came to result that up to 10% of all bank employees working on this financial crime and investigation process, what is massive, yeah, 10% of, of the employees is a huge cost factor to the banks, by the way. What you're facing is effectively an arms race. It's an arms race between those who are trying to detect and prevent fraud and those who are trying to carry it out. It's a moving target, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. That's the reason for the new technologies to really, uh, in real time, to detect uh, new patterns appearing. And with a single view from a single bank, you cannot cope with uh, with that. So the fraudsters and the, the, the criminals uh, definitely work in a collaborative way across border and really on demand changing their behavior. So and with static rules and non-collaborative, we cannot cope with. So that's definitely the reason why we have to have a collaborative view across banks and, and uh, also financial intelligence units being involved, and also cross-border views. So that's absolutely needed. I've got a couple of points that I want to address. The first one is the logical development of the Gaia-X project. The European Commission wants to create an EU authority to fight money laundering. When does that happen? How far down that track are we? The plan is to have that uh, by the beginning of 2024. So to bring yeah all the legal aspects uh, and so on in place, but yeah the the uh, European Commission really wants to foster their ambitions to counterfeit financial crime across Europe, and also here you can see already the collaborative way that just acting on the country level is not sufficient anymore. So to have a centralized financial intelligence unit unit then uh, across Europe in in place, it's already more collaborative. Collaborative both at the official level in terms of the authorities working together and collaborative at the institutional level with banks and financial institutions working together because this is too big of a problem for one institution to manage on its own. You mentioned earlier on how 10% of the workforce in the Netherlands in financial services was devoted to this issue. So how do we improve efficiency? How do we improve how institutions are doing this at the moment? So by have a more transparent view on the on the network, so on the transactions, not just uh, in a, in a bilateral mode from transaction from one bank to another. So then uh, money laundering happens with layering. 
splitting money on different accounts, sending it to the next banks in different countries, then to next banks and so on. But at the end, it comes together on the, on, on some accounts. So if you have a more transparent view about the entire transaction chain, uh, money money transaction chain, then you can more precisely detect uh, the real financial criminal activities. Carol, if I can bring you back finally for a thought on this, you mentioned the, the, the size of the problem and how much of global GDP is involved. It has been defined as a clear and present threat by the European Commissioner for Financial Services. You mentioned her as well, Mary McGuinness. Where do we go from here? The way in which we are approaching the development of this solution is using more of a lean startup approach. As you mentioned, this is an arms race and uh, there are a lot of complexities in the system. And so it's important to get an initial solution out into the hands of the financial institutions as well as the regulators and to look at it from more of an end-to-end business value stream approach, right, where we can help reimagine and, and enable the um, that end-to-end business value stream to be much more effective in the detection of fraud and the prevention of fraud, bringing the best data sharing, data analytics, high-performance computing technologies together to help the banking industry to bring anti-money laundering costs down and also to prevent the, the criminals from effectively uh, laundering money in the system. So our approach is going to be to put an initial capability out for the banks and, and financial institutions and regulators to, to use. We're going to build in uh, feedback mechanisms to know whether or not um, the system is, is working effectively. And we're going to iterate over the course of time until we, we get to a point where we feel like we have made the process more efficient, we've reduced the false positives, and we're catching the criminals in the act before they are able to launder money. And there are also, I think, as a next step, there are some interesting use cases within insurance that would be an extension to this capability where we can prevent fraud in in terms of claims and cross-border claims. The more we can make the the system efficient, the more that the financial institutions can really focus on what's important, which is driving customer value, right? Focusing on new financial products that will help support the building of wealth and really getting to a place where we efficiently use our resources for good instead of always fighting bad. Just to add, so uh, let's take the example of uh, of insurance company. So if fraudsters realize that they are not sufficient anymore to deploy, for example, double claiming or cross-border fraud on the insurance companies or at those companies who are using then the, the, the new technologies. So then they will move to insurance companies not that protected. I would, would call it that way. So that means those insurance companies who are better protected, so they can have a better insurance fee for the customers because they don't have to to do payouts for fraudulent activities. Yeah. So and this is this is exactly the the case. So you can lower the threshold, 
and you can be more efficient and then more attractive to your to to your customers because you you have less fraud in your in your basket at the end so that's an example to to drive the customer value from being protected or being protected from fraud Thank you very much, Carol Hall, Global Head of Financial Services and Insurance at Atos, and Olaf Badstudner, Risk Compliance Partner from Atos.